0: Welcome back to episode 3 of the Over the Border Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, along with the boys, Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, how are we feeling tonight?
1: Feeling great. Yesterday was the return of Maxion College Football. That means that we have 20 days plus of football, whether it be NFL or college football or even the CFL. So I'm very excited for that. Ryan, how are you doing? Well, you know, United came back with a big
2: win on uh, Sunday. And then, well, Wednesday, I was just watching Ronaldo carry United. So, very good mood big weekend of soccer big weekend of football
1: couldn't be any happier before we get into the episode i'm going to give you guys a recap of last week's picks i went five and three not too bad definitely an improvement from week one ryan went four and one just a huge week for him you love to see it justin goes three and one another good week we're looking at me eight and six overall ryan five and one overall justin four and one overall Giving us a total of seventeen and eight as a podcast altogether, excluding our lock of the week. So we're doing very well, and we're gonna to hope to give out some more winners.
0: Let's cool, baby! You love to see it from the boys. All right. Well, let's hop into our first segment of the night. We have coast to coast recapping the news from across Canadian sports. Not too much going on, but uh, in the NHL, we've got the Vancouver Canucks at four, five, and one. The Edmonton Oilers stay hot at seven and one. And the Calgary Flames are 6-1-2. and two.
2: You know, Johnny Hockey, he's off to a hot start, and he's continuing. He's got two goals, two assists in his last three games. I'm walking around Calgary. I'm just seeing Flames jerseys, all with Johnny Hockey on the back. He's buzzing.
0: You love to see it. You love to see it. The Winnipeg Jets, 5-2-2. Two, and two. The Ottawa Senators, 3-5-1. and one. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have turned it around a little bit. They're 5-4-1. Yeah. and one.
1: You know, you hate to see it as a Sens fan, but you can't deny that they're definitely turning things around. Um, Some other news to report, they just re-signed Morgan Riley to a huge deal. It looks good uh, right now, but if you look at their team as a whole, they have five guys making up 58% of their cap hit. I don't think this is a sustainable strategy, um, and I don't know how it's going to work out in the end, but worth noting for sure.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the Kyle Dubas method. We'll see if it... uh can show some positive results. Um, then the final Canadian hockey team, we've got the Montreal Canadiens, still abysmal 3-8. and eight. Ryan, you're a Hobbs fan. How are you feeling about this?
2: Well, as per usual, tanking for Shane Wright. But hey, we've got three wins now. It's more than before. But with some you know, big news, Caulfield being sent down to Laval. Well, he's only got one point in 10 games. Can't really blame Bershoy. Is it the right call? Uh, I don't know. Kid, kid played well in the playoffs. I personally would have maybe given him a couple more, maybe another 10, 15 games. Overrated.
0: He's no Tim Stutzler. Stutzler. He's no Tim Stutzler. Yeah, he's
2: no Tim Stutzler. Uh, Tim Stutzler's from Germany. I'll leave it there. (laughs) Geography guy. Big geography guy. Price could return, though, as soon as Friday. People thought he was going to be out for uh, probably half the year. Uh, It'd be a huge boost to the Habs lineup. You know what? I think if Price comes back, we'd be better than the Sens.
0: Right, I don't know so about I guess that we'll one. See, <laughs> uh, moving along to the CFL. Kyle, take it away.
1: Not a whole lot to report in the CFL. Um, in the East, the Argos take uh, sole possession of first. Uh, the division's still quite competitive, but the Argos right now are the, in the number one spot. The Bombers win again and move to an incredible ten and one. I mean that record is insane. Uh, as I said last week, they look like just an absolute wagon, and I don't know who's going to be able to take them down. But in the West, there are some other strong teams. Uh, Saskatchewan and Calgary are quite good. And they're sitting there at uh, two and three in the West. It's a sixteen playoff, so I mean, still lots can happen. But at this point, it's hard to say that the Grey Cup champion won't be coming from the West.
0: All right, now hopping into some NBA. Um, don't have a lot to report, but the Toronto Raptors are five and three. They've turned it around since we last recorded. They're on. A, they're three and zero. Oh, they're on a three game win streak. Scotty Barnes looks incredible. I saw a little stat on Twitter the other day that he's averaging like 18 points a game, something like eight rebounds and two assists. Now into the CPL. Um, Ryan, what did you see last week?
2: Well, you know, last weekend was every fan's dream. High-scoring games all across the country. You had Valar being Cavalry in, in Calgary, unfortunately, 4-2, high-scoring game. Forge being Halifax, 4-1, another high-scoring game. And then you had York being Pacific, top two teams in the league losing, 2-1. So now over two bettors, weeks before. I yeah, just overs. love to see that.
1: Overbetters over love it.
2: And CPL, the line's usually over two and a half. Every single one of those games, cash. But, you know, two weeks before the, the CPL playoffs begin, it's a three-way battle for first place all of a sudden. Kyle and I were saying it was cavalry and Pacific all the way. I don't know. Forge has got games in hand, and they're only one point behind Pacific. Could be yeah, a an
1: underrated team. It wouldn't be surprising if they uh, made it in and made a run uh, at the end the, of the season.
2: The one team from the East kind of giving it a shout. This weekend, Cavalry plays Pacific and Forge, uh, and then the Forge plays York twice with Edmonton and then Cavalry to end the season. It's going to be a close battle for first.
0: It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Uh, now to the entire... NHL we've got some pretty big news the NHL has come out and said that at the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, Aldrich's name has officially been taken off the cup Um, so I know that's not uh, solving what he did or taking away from what he did but uh, you know it's a step in the right right direction yeah I agree and then into a more positive note uh, Pecorino is gonna have his jersey retired for the Nashville Predators it's set for February 24th 2022 um, just some notes about his career. Um, he was the 2017-2018 Vesna winner, um, 369 career wins. Nice. Um, that puts him at 19th all-time. Um, he Over a 15-year career, he had 10 playoff trips, including the cup finals run in 16-17. So retiring his jersey, I think, is a no-brainer for the Preds. Um, congrats to him on a great career and, you know, great to see some positive things coming out of the nhl after what we had to talk about last week
1: yeah no doubt i mean pecorino definitely deserves to have his jersey up in the rafters just before we move on something important to note as we all know as nhl fans the jack eichel rumor mill has been buzzing the past months i would say ever since um that negotiation that went wrong with the sabers um recently we saw kevin weeks report that the flames have offered the buffalo sabers Matthew Kachuk, their upcoming first-round draft pick, a former first-round draft pick, and two prospects for Eichel. So that would be an absolute blockbuster of a trade, and it'll be very interesting to see how everything shakes out.
0: Yeah, it seems like the Calgary Flames are definitely the front runner for the Eichel sweepstakes at the moment. Uh, Let's jump into some picks for uh, this week. Uh, Kyle, what are you you looking like? What are you liking in the NHL this week?
1: Looking at tomorrow's lines, um, one line that stands out to me although the line isn't posted yet is flyers minus one they're playing the pittsburgh penguins and today crosby and doomlin were announced out with covid so with the pens dealing with um, covid protocols they're going to have a short lineup probably not a very strong lineup and the flyers are absolutely rolling right now i imagine this line will close at about flyers money line minus 180 so it's not a great line but you can probably end up grabbing the flyers minus one at around minus 110. So I think that's definitely the play. I also like Islanders in regulation tomorrow, playing the struggling Canadians. Islanders have a strong team. Uh, Their games are typically low scoring. That's why I'm aiming to grab them in regulation rather than minus one. Um, So yeah, I like that play tomorrow. And the other play I like is Tampa Bay, money line plus 116. They're playing the Leafs. Neither team has really found their footing and picked up um, from how they played in last year's regular season. But Tampa Bay money line at plus money, you can't turn that down.
0: The only play that I have this week in the NHL, and I bet this, I kid you not, every Ottawa Senators game. Um, I can't I'm, adjust. I'm yeah, taking, I've seen it
2: with my own eyes as well.
0: I'm taking Tim Stutzla to score versus Vegas. I don't know what the line's going to be. It's not out yet. Um, my only reasoning for this is he's due. Um, every night for the Ottawa Senators, he's the best player on the ice. Um he, it'll the line will probably be in the range of plus 250 to plus 300 depending. Um, I think it was plus 280 before um, their last game so um, I'm looking to jump on that for like half a unit um, looking for a big score. I don't know I think I think he's due for one let the floodgates open get the monkey out the back and get this sophomore season rolling for him.
2: Yeah, my only pick is uh Kyle's last pick is uh, as well. it's the lightning at plus money can't go wrong. And if you're looking at the goalie matchup, I think Vasilevskiy can steal any game possible. I'll carry Vasilevskiy all the way. Agreed. Right.
0: Well, back to some more somber topics. Um, as I think re- ha- it was released yesterday that uh, Henry Ruggs, formerly of the Las Vegas Raiders, was charged with a DUI. Um, he blew twice the Nevada Nevada's legal drinking limit, drinking and driving limit was driving over 150 miles per hour, um, and he ended up rear-ending a woman um, and killed her, so he could be charged with uh, ve- vehicular manslaughter or vehicular negligence causing death, something along those lines, um, which I read today in an article that could result in 26 a 26-year jail sentence. Um, I don't really want to spend too much time on this. Tragic, stupid. Um, it, it's really sad to see Um, But this is a sports podcast, so um, we'll leave the legal issues at the door. And sadly, Michael Thomas out for the year. Um, Not quite as severe as the Henry Ruggs issue, but he had a setback with his ankle injury. um, So he will not be playing for the Saints this season. So tough blow for their offense. Um, Yeah, that's
1: going to hurt them a lot with uh, losing Jameis last weekend as well. They're going to be hurting a lot just as they were starting to turn the corner. Jameis looked great, and then he's out for the season along with Michael Thomas, so they're going to need to find some answers on offense.
2: Can bold, I- uh, bold statement right here. I think Michael Thomas is never seen in a Saints uniform again.
0: Ooh, I like that. Reported here first on Over the Border at Over Border Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then finally, my last note for the NFL um, before we jump into some picks is Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. And as a result, the lines have moved from Chiefs minus two and a half to Chiefs minus seven and a half. Uh, I, it makes sense. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is arguably the entire uh, him and Devonte Adams, I'll say, are the entire Packers team. Um, so I think although the Chiefs struggling, are
2: struggling, sorry? Can't forget Jones at running back.
0: Right, Aaron Jones as well. Well, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. He runs the offense. I think that, that the, the the line movement makes sense to me. I mean, without Aaron Rodgers, who is Green Bay anyway?
1: I think it makes sense, but I also think it's crazy that one player moves the line that much. I want to see this line keep climbing, and I will take the Packers at plus money.
2: If, if this line goes to anywhere close to 10, I don't want to say it's a lock, but it's very good value. It's, it's an
1: auto bet on Green Bay. I think you have yeah. to do it.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um especially with the Chiefs' recent struggles. Um is it going to be Jordan Love in at quarterback? Is he going to make his first career start for the Packers?
1: I believe so. Cool. Believe so.
0: I'm excited to look at the, to, to watch that uh Um to so the this future m- of Green Bay. Yeah, no kidding. Um so let's get let's jump right into some picks. Um this week I've got uh, the Colts minus 10.5. They were my mortal lock last week. Choked like a dog. Carson Wentz sucks. I don't know why I keep betting on him. But they play the Jets. Um, The public is on the Jets. 59% of bets have been on them, and the line has moved from minus 8.5 to minus 10.5. doesn't really make any sense to me. So I'm going to jump on the Colts um, before the line continues to drop and potentially by the weekend gets to minus 11. Um, I'm also going to be taking the Panthers. Uh, The public is all over the Patriots. Uh, and it's reported that they're set, that Matt Rule is set to activate Christian McCaffrey off the IR, which could be the jump start that the Panthers need to get the ball rolling. Um, ever since they were 3-0, um, they've kind of fallen off, and I think McCaffrey could be the spark to get them back. And the Pats have just been playing ugly football games. I mean, um, you know, they play they play every game tight, but they just squeak away with wins. I know they're they're coming off a big win against the Chargers, so I also see this as a bit of a letdown spot. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the Panthers plus four. Um, <clears throat> I'm also jumping on the Eagles plus two. Um, the line just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I see that Kyle also has it on his card, so I'll let you let him give you his reasoning. Um, but then my final play in the NFL is Bears plus six. Uh, the Steelers are three and four against the spread, although the Bears are three and five against the spread. Um, it seems to me like the Packers, or not the Packers, the Steelers are playing down to their opponents. Um, they somehow beat the Bills in week one. Then they lost to the Raiders, lost to the Bengals, lost to the Packers. They then beat the Broncos, who are nobodies, let's be honest. And then with Geno Smith in a QB, they only beat the Seahawks by three and then only beat the Browns a beat-up Browns team at that um, by five. So I'm going to take Justin Fields and the Bears plus the points.
1: Moving on to my card. As Justin mentioned, I've got Eagles plus two. And make sure you hear me clearly. If you take the Chargers, you are an absolute sucker. Everyone in the world, everyone on Twitter, everyone who bets is going to be taking the Chargers. They're going to say, oh, the Chargers are only minus two against the Eagles. That's easy. I'm going to put everything on it. Don't take the Chargers. They're going to lose. I'm telling you right now. This line makes zero sense. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a homer. I know they suck. This year, they're terrible. Eagles plus two is the play. Place that bet. You won't feel sick to your stomach after you place it. You take the Chargers bet. You're going to regret it immediately. I'm telling you that right now.
0: May I jump in and say maybe sprinkle Eagles money line?
1: Yeah. I I mean, the money line isn't great, but yeah, might as well. They're going to win. I'm telling you right now. The Eagles win this game. I'm going to be back in thinking that we're going to win the Super Bowl, but they're going to win this week. I'm telling you that right now. Fly, Eagles, fly. Exactly. Moving on to my card, I've got Falcons plus six against the Saints. As we mentioned, the Saints' offense has been decimated, um, and I think the Falcons are a better team than they may have shown at the beginning of the season. They obviously have lots of firepower. Their defense sucks, but I like them plus the points this week. My other play, Bills minus 13 and a half versus the Jags. Flat out, the Jags suck. I like the Bills, they got a great offense, great defense. Um, We've seen the Jags get pumped by a lot of teams and I don't see it being any different against the Bills. Bills minus 13 and a half. Before we move on, one note that we need to make, Titans losing Derrick Henry, that's a massive loss. Yes, I might look like a bit of an idiot having the Colts lost last week against uh, the Titans, but I think this goes along with my theory that the Titans suck. When Derrick Henry is not on this team, they are going to be terrible. I'm telling you that right now. might have been wrong before. I'm not going to be wrong now. Well, it kind of leads into one of my picks uh, that I have.
2: Although I am a Titans fan, seeing the Rams at minus 7.5, minus 109, without the running back, and you know, they did sign Adrian Peterson. It's still not going to be the same. It's the play action. Derrick Henry is built different. There's a reason why every single one of my fantasy teams except for Twig's locks, it is named after King Henry III, a.k.a. Derrick Henry. But I'm taking the Rams as my first pick minus 7.5 just because of that. Titans defense sucks too. Second pick. Sounds like you're a really I
0: supportive s- fan.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> put it on the, you know what? I'm I'm a Titans fan, but I got to admit it, when a defense sucks, our defense sucks. I think Stafford's going to expose it. He's got a cannon. He's been throwing the ball well this year. Yeah. I don't to win the, the division. division. I, I, don't want
1: to start, I don't want to keep roasting my team. Okay. That's enough. Holds to win the division. Just putting that out there.
2: Yeah. It's great value now, especially after they lost. Second pick. I'm following Kyle with the Bills, except I'm going first half, minus seven. And then my second pick. I initially wanted to go Raiders, minus two and a half, but I'm changing it last second, earthquake. Taking the Giants plus three.
0: Okay. Ooh, big interesting. switcheroo. Interesting. I just want to jump back to the Bills Jags game here for a second because you guys are both on the Bills. You guys are failing to consider that the Jags are coming off a bye. Urban Meyer might have had a little fun on his bye, you know, gotten rid of some of those hormones that he's clearly been building up. I don't know.
2: I like my pick even more now. The Jags. You said that.
0: A non-horny Urban Meyer could fuel the Jags' cover against the Bills. Just saying.
1: Good point. I didn't factor that into my handicapping.
0: Yeah, you got to think of the intangible sometimes. Um, and moving along to the MLB, the World Series is finally over. Braves in six.
2: The curse is over. The Braves win it. All you Braves fans out there, I couldn't be happier for you. I'm mainly happy just because the Astros lost. Screw them. But, you know, Brian Snicker, the coach, he's been with the organization for 45 years through AAA. He's been there in the minors, up in the MLB. Finally wins it. Happy for him. Happy for Freddie Freeman. Now I think he's a certified Hall of Famer. He's got a World Series. He's goaded. Solaire, though, World Series MVP. He's only the second Cuban ever to win it. Joining... Levan Hernandez from the nineteen ninety seven Marlins. Pretty impressive. He absolutely he pimped off. that home run. Oh my god. So when I was watching it live, I this, so the left field is quite short in Houston. I thought he maybe hit it like four hundred. He hit it four fifty and it would have been clear in every ballpark. Went to the oh, moon. It went to the moon. It was a moonshot.
0: It's an absolute jack. Um In the NBA, we don't really have any plays. There's only two games tomorrow and lines aren't out for the weekend. Um, So there's nothing of interest. Uh, Kyle, do you have any plays for us in the CFL?
1: Three plays in the CFL. One of them, you will have to wait for my lock of the week. I'm very much looking forward to that play, my first CFL lock of the week. But that'll be at the end of the episode. Uh, The two plays I will give out now, we've got the Alouettes playing the Blue Bombers. And yes, I have been talking about how good the Blue Bombers are they're 10-1. and one. They're obviously a wagon, as I've mentioned multiple times. But the Alouettes are getting 12.5 points here. I think that's way too many points. The Alouettes are a good team. Um, they've got a good offense. And I just think it's worth taking them at plus 12.5. I know the Bombers are great and all, but 12.5 is a lot of points, especially for the CFL. The other play I'll give out now is Ty Cats and Lions. I believe this game is Friday night. Both teams like to score. They don't play great defense. And we're looking at a total of uh, 43 and a half. Give me the over in that game.
0: In the CPL this week, Ryan,
2: do you have any plays for us? Well, unfortunately, with the, C- with the CPL, the lines don't come out till one or two days before the games. and all the games are this weekend. But looking at them, I like Halifax this weekend against Ottawa. Ottawa is a league-leading worst at conceding, conceding 25 goals this year.
0: Sounds Halifax like a... Are, uh, Constant in in, uh, Ottawa sports these days.
2: Yeah, Ottawa teams are just flat out bad. And with that, I'll take Halifax any day. But seriously, though, I think Halifax at home, great value, the fans, they love it. Personally, I know a guy, sort of, not really. I just know him, like we know each other, sort of. So I'm rooting for them to win
1: their last game. Uh, Love them in the spot.
0: And finally, we've got college football. Do you guys have any plays?
1: I've a few plays. I've been meaning to bring up college football. I bet it every Saturday. It's electric. One of my favorite sports to bet. and um, It's probably one of the best sports to bet on. No doubt. One of the best sports to bet on. I get killed. Um, I bet, you know, some some weekends I'm betting 10 games. It's just electric to sit on your couch all day and just watch college football. So I will try and add some picks each week. This week I'm riding with Purdue plus three. They're playing Michigan State. The line should not be plus 3. Purdue's not a bad team, but playing Michigan State ranked 8th, I believe, this line should be more like plus 6.5, plus 5. Give me Purdue plus 3. This line doesn't make sense. Everyone's going to be on Michigan State. I'll take Purdue. The other play I have is Tennessee. They're playing Kentucky ranked 18th. Tennessee's been a strong side. Kentucky ranked at 18th. They look kind of fraudulent to me. Once again, it's another straight-up fade. Everyone's going to be on Kentucky. I'll take Tennessee plus one.
0: All right, now we've got our new segment that we teased last week, the $100 bankroll challenge.
1: I gave a bit of an explanation on this challenge last week. I'll just go over it again. Basically, we're each going to start with a $100 bankroll. Each week, we're going to get picks uh, with a dollar amount associated with them and track it each week based on our progress and how we do. If anyone reaches a bankroll of zero, they're out of the challenge. Whoever has the highest bankroll at the end of the challenge wins. Let's get into these picks. All right,
0: so I'm starting off fading Kyle and Ryan. They gave out these picks when we were talking about the NHL. I'm actually on the Leafs, minus i I'm playing this for $7.50. Um, Leafs are at home against Tampa. Um, like Kyle said, neither team has really kind of produced the way that they thought they were going to produce. Um I think that Scotiabank Arena is going to be rocking. Um, I'm going to take the Leafs. Uh, next, I've got $5 on the Red Wings at Boston at plus 220 Um I, I really like what's going on in Detroit right now. I mean, it's hard to bet against them because the Bruins are elite. But um, Lucas Raymond and Maurice Sider have kind of had a coming out party. They're 1-2 in the Calder um, power rankings right now. Um, I think this wings team is exciting, and plus two twenty is crazy value. So we're gonna to look to hit a home run there. Um, and then finally, I'm actually also adding the Eagles plus two to this. Um, I've got five dollars on them plus two, ultimate trap game. I might even change that to money line. We'll see.
1: First week of picks for this challenge. I'm riding with an NHL pick, a CFL pick, and an NFL pick. My NHL pick, we're going with. Islanders in regulation against the Canadians at plus 115 for $10. I talked about the Islanders early in the episode. I like them in this spot. My CFL play, we're going with $5 on BC Lions, Hamilton Tiger-Cats over 43.5. Talked about this earlier as well. And then my final NFL pick, $7.50 on the Eagles, plus two. I'll say it again. Don't be a sucker. Don't bet the Chargers so what i'm getting from you is bet the treasures you want to be a soccer go ahead nah nah
2: but my uh i only got two picks uh for the bankroll challenge both uh both ten dollars you know i don't usually do this but i'm gonna do it because it's probably the best league i bet on the premier league in england i see tottenham Hotspurs getting a new coach this week they are going to kill Everton. Everton's been struggling at home. Well, they've just been struggling in general, conceding goals left, right, and center. One to five to one of the worst teams in the league. Team total over one and a half at plus one four six. I'll put ten bucks on it.
0: I might have and to take those... the under after that abysmal British accent that you just put on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was trying to for, I was trying to give it for the Spurs fans, but I clearly get a great impression. <laughs> Anyways, next pick is an NFL pick. Back to this American style football, ten dollars. Bills minus seven, minus one two at one twenty two. Like we said earlier in the podcast, I don't know. Jaguars defense versus Josh Allen and the Bills offense, a minus seven in the first half. I'll take it. They gave up fourteen to Geno. Josh will tear, tear him.
1: I think we're gonna have to come up with some sort of prize for this challenge. What do you guys think? I think the oh, winner should get a
0: hundred dollars. Everybody staking I love that. themselves a hundred dollars. Um, I think that that has only to make sense. I yep. love that. Or if anybody
1: listening has a suggestion for us, we'll hear that out too. But I'm looking forward to this challenge.
0: Yeah. If you have any suggestions, make sure to hit us on Twitter at overborderpod. All right. Now for everybody's favorite segment, we've got the lock of the week. Uh, last week, me and Ryan unfortunately lost. Drops me to one and one. Drops Ryan to a pathetic, pathetic 0-2. And then Kyle, (laughs) Kyle is the lone winner. Um, He's up to one and one now. Um, Let's get into our picks this week. Uh, I'll jump in. I'm going absolute with a homer pick. I was kind of leaning the Broncos, but I couldn't decide, so I'm fading myself here and riding with my favorite team, Dallas Cowboys, minus nine and a half. They are 7-0 and against the spread. They're one of two teams that are undefeated against the spread. Um, they're 6-1. and They look incredible. Um, if Cooper Rush can win a primetime game, I think when Dak Prescott comes back, he will be able to fly over the no-fly zone and kill the Broncos. Cowboys minus
1: 9.5. My lock of the week. I said I was going to the CFL. I'm looking forward to this play a lot. Saskatchewan Rough Riders minus 6 against the Edmonton Elks. The Elks are a piss-poor team. They're terrible. Minus six points should be easy to cover for the Rough Riders who are pushing for that second spot in the West. Give me the Rough Riders minus six all day against the Elks. As I just mentioned,
2: the Premier League is my best league, so why not have my lock of the week in the Premier League this weekend? Only makes sense. This time, instead of Tottenham, we are going to the Midlands called... Leicester with Jamie Vardy, James Madison, you know, Harvey Barnes. I think Leicester against Leeds this weekend, a draw no bet. Essentially draw no bet means if they tie, you push, get your money back. If they win, you win. If they lose, you lose. But draw no bet minus one two eight. I think there's great value here. You'll probably see a great game against Leeds. High scoring game. Probably two one or three two Leicester.
0: All right. Good luck, fellas. Um I just want to drop a little note here. Um, in the coming weeks, we're going to be releasing a little bonus episode. We're gonna we talk a lot about gambling and throw out a whole bunch of different terms like the spread, over/under, money line, um, minus one twenty eight, plus two twenty. Um, just a lot of terms that some of you might not be so familiar with. Um, so we're going to be dropping a bonus episode, kind of giving you a rundown of all the different terms um, and kind of give a deeper dive on. How we do our research and what we kind of look for in picking games and um, what the different terms mean. Um, So, yeah, I would just like to thank you guys for listening and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and newly on TikTok at OverborderPod. That is at OverborderPod.
2: Life's a gamble, so why not put some money on it?